Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 59 of Optimal Living Advice, the podcast where we take any questions you might have about the many struggles of life and get them answered for you here on the show. I am your host, certified life coach, Greg Audino. We've got one of those really dense questions again today, friends. It is a short, stout question that really packs a punch and affects all of us. And it was actually sent in by an old college buddy of mine. So extra thanks to him for the question, uh, as well as for the good memories. Now, let's give it a listen and prepare to relate. How do you find satisfaction with your current situation knowing that most people, no matter how successful, Keep dreaming of bigger and better. <laughs> oh well, this is, this is just the million dollar question, isn't it? There aren't many all-encompassing questions out there, but I would put some money on this being one of the few that's sort of at the root of all struggle, I think. Yeah, yeah, very good question. Very applicable, and I sure hope everyone's ears are perked up because we all have to work on this one. So, the whole thing is really interesting. It's, a, it's this weird paradox. On the one hand, we all need progress, right? Progress, evolution. It's, it's something we are always striving for in one way or another. If you reflect on your life right now or at any point, really, you're bound to find yourself constantly seeking progress in at least one area. Maybe it's in the gym. Maybe it's saving or making more money. Maybe it's feeling less stressed. The possibilities are endless. On the other hand, the downfall of this hope, uh, this hope which we all get out of bed for, mind you, is that if you're always looking for more, you're also always finding that you don't have enough. If something needs to be improved, it, it means it's not as good as it can be, and therefore you're not as satisfied as can be. This is true in varying degrees, but it's inevitably true all the time because the thirst for progress cannot exist without at least a shred of dissatisfaction any more than tall can exist without short. The goal, then, is to not try to avoid dissatisfaction, but minimize it. And anyone who's on board with this so far uh, should read Mark Manson's newest book called Everything is Fudged, except fudged is another word that starts with F that I can't say on the show because we'll all get banned in certain countries. <laughs> True story. I just talked about him a couple of episodes ago. He's an unbelievable writer and addresses this stuff head on. So check out that book, Everything is Fudged, a book about hope. That's what it's called. Moving on. In order to minimize the dissatisfaction and allow yourself the best chance at creating harmony between your desire to appreciate what you have and your desire for more, there are a few things you need to acknowledge. Three things, uh, by my count. The first thing to acknowledge regularly is your accomplishments to date. This could be verbal, on paper, or between the ears, but reminding yourself of that which you have accomplished and all that you went through to accomplish it is a great way of not feeling in such a rush to get to the next step. Think back on the things you'll be proud to reflect on in your dying moments. My bet is that there are already plenty of them, so don't let them get lost in the flurry. 
A great way to expedite this step in these feelings would also be to put yourself in a role in which you're teaching or mentoring those who have accomplished less. This not only helps you contribute, but it also reminds you of where you came from and what you've learned along the way. The second thing to acknowledge, or or express anyway, is gratitude for that which you have. This gratitude could be for both your accomplishments that you're thinking of, or just blessings in life that require way less effort. But take some time to remind yourself of just how lucky you are to have what you do have. There are few better ways to pump the brakes on needing more than to remind yourself that you already have so much, possibly, probably more than you'll ever need, and and the rest is just gravy. You know, we often seek out more of anything because we want to feel comfortable and secure. Uh, We want to feel as if we're taken care of. It's very reassuring. As we do more of this, we lose track of what we need, though. We go way beyond that point and subconsciously start to rely on more. This increases our fragility, uh, only further preventing us from being satisfied. So practice finding gratitude for what you have. Maybe name three things you're grateful for each day. I've, actually, I've been doing that since I was a little kid, and it has legitimate long-term effects on, on happiness. You might also consider spending time with those less fortunate, which is yet another way to, to use your reminder to give you a boost in this step. Now, the third thing to acknowledge is the fact that having problems and seeking solutions to them is inevitable. Now, you hinted at it when you mentioned no matter how successful in your question. Problems keep on coming, and the better off we are, the more sensitive we become to things because, again, something will have to bother us. I assume this goes hand in hand with our need for progress. Perhaps it's a need so strong that we will go out of our way to fuel it by seeking ways to consider why something is wrong. So saddle up and acknowledge that problems give us purpose. You know, they will always be there a smidge, and and thus, so will at least a thin layer of dissatisfaction. And if you're having trouble with this, I don't blame you. There's a sense of despair that could come with it. So to get through this step, think back on all of the times when you thought about how great it would be to have what you have now. I'm sure there are countless of them. And then think about all of the wonderful things you learned and the connections you built in continuing to work and improve yourself. Those highs came because you earned something. And as long as you keep searching for progress in your life, you're going to keep earning the same way and thus getting satisfaction from that earning and that process. So the question remains, what do all of these acknowledgments have in common? Well, they reframe your mind. They're all glass-half-full types of things, and and frankly, they aren't very creative, but they do work. They succeed in helping you to once again be happy with yourself, regardless of whether or not others are. You see, much of the time we're dreaming of bigger and better, as you alluded to, it's, it's through the lens of other people. So it's worth it for you asker of this question and friend of mine, uh, as well as everyone listening that is feeling similarly, to ask yourself if your dissatisfaction is being influenced too much by the world around you. Maybe you're in a group that's constantly reminding you of what you've not done. If so, that group needs to be changed. Having others around who are less than satisfied with your life can be enough to make you feel more dissatisfied yourself. In other words, if there are enough others implying that you need to be better, you should be better, or could be better, you might just start to believe it yourself, even if without these people's chatter, you were actually feeling fine. Now, should this be the case, it really 
it really becomes a question of your values at the end of the day. Much of our dissatisfaction at any time that goes beyond the normal amount of dissatisfaction is really due to the lack of fulfillment of our own values. It's easy to start living by the values of those around us because doing so gets us good feedback from others who we so crave a connection with. But at the end of the day, your dissatisfaction is going to increase no matter how successful you are at values if they are not your own. By living through your own values and therefore your own standard, you're more apt to finding satisfaction because you're feeding who you care about being rather than what you care about being, if that makes sense. So don't worry about not trying to make progress. You're wired to do it. Just make sure that progress is aligned with what actually matters to you, and you're giving yourself the best chance to be proud of your efforts every step of the way, regardless of how much is left to gain. Again, everyone, nothing terribly creative here, and though I try to bring new stuff to the table whenever I can, we really shouldn't overlook small, simple strategies that work. It's easy to overlook them because they are repeated and don't pack a huge punch right away, but some things are worth sticking with, and I feel as though they were applicable today. But who knows what I'll have to say about a question that you might be struggling with. Might as well find out and email us your questions that you'd like answered on the show to advice at oldpodcast.com. Advice at oldpodcast.com. We will take your question in and do our very best to help you out. We, uh, we pinky swear. So get in there. Don't hesitate. Thank you so much for sticking with this one, everybody. Can't wait to talk to you next time. And until then. <laughs>